Welcome to the Personal Best Podcast powered by Jets Australia. My name is Bart, I'm the head coach here at Jets Australia and today I am happy because the prodigal son has returned. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Jacob Kettle. Good morning everyone. Uh, something you should know is the human heart beats at approximately 100,000 times a day. Another thing you should know is to follow the podcast, subscribe, and to have a good day. How are you this morning, Bart? Mate, I'm exceptional. You've had four weeks to come up with some new facts, and you've oh. hit us with a banger. Oh, I've hit. I've come strong today because um, I want to learn about the heart. I'm. I feel like you've just gone ahead without me. You've been doing well. <laughs> you've been making all these podcasts with guests, and I felt a bit sad. You know, I was away. <laughs> I'm sure the listener was not sad at all. They're happy. There's. <laughs> Different people talking on there, but um, I'm back. Good to be back. And if you are just joining us for the first time, great to have you here. In this episode, we're going to be talking about training whilst being over 50 years of age. We're going to be talking about owning the weekend, winning the weekend with your nutrition, rep ranges for fat burning, what you'd recommend for home gym equipment, and much, much more. Welcome to the episode. Now, now, mate, tell me, does your chair feel a little bit different? Is your, your it's your all I'm all out of whack at the moment. Someone's it's. I feel like the Bears when Goldilocks came when the <laughs> Goldilocks was no Goldilocks. What's the girl? Is it Goldilocks? So the th- th- Bears three, in the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've uh, something's different. The you know my porridge has right. been eaten. <laughs> something's not quite. My right. chair feels used. My <laughs> mic is all out of whack. My headphones have been gone. <laughs> Something's changed around here. We need to get things in line. Well, mate, I have been, you know what they say, when the, when the, the cat is away, the mice will play. We're full <laughs> of... We're, we're full of butchered so, quotes here So there have been a few other people sitting in your chair the last few weeks who've been listening along. I want to, speaking of food and porridge, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. What is your favourite healthy version of an unhealthy food? Because I, I have an answer to this. Mm-hmm. If you need time to think, let me know. I can tell you what, what I think. But I have a very specific answer. I think I've got one at the moment. We've we've been blessed with some uh, supplements at the office at work this week, mm-hmm. um, and I've a- eaten one today. I wouldn't say it's necessarily healthy, but in the fitness realm, I like to run it off as a healthy alternative because it's a massive cookie that's like five hundred and fifty calories, damn, and like thirty grams of protein. I wouldn't necessarily call that healthy. But it's a healthier... Yeah, I'm, I'm saying because it has so much protein in it and, you know, I've lost weight over the last few weeks, I'm getting those big calories back nice. in. Nice. So, so when you're away, you lost weight? I reckon I lost... I did lose weight, actually. Oh, I've been well. withering away, but I haven't been in a gym for a are month. You, are you okay? Is there food in Japan? <laughs> what there isn't. They don't get their... Pro- it's hard <laughs> to get your protein goals over there. Yeah, right. It's a slot. You get a slice of pork or something. You can obviously add more and I... I'm obviously but do butchering you, it here, but do you think they're like, oh, here comes another tourist? They're probably going to add extra meat. Oh, they yeah, they do see that. Yeah, hundred percent coming a mile away. So here's mine, right? Mm-hmm. It's at the moment it mm-hmm. changes. There is a very specific flavor of frozen pizza. It's by YoPro, I think they are. They're, yep. they're a protein. They do like ice creams and stuff like that. But they have a frozen pizza, specifically the smaller, the mini pizza slices. Okay. In the veggie supreme flavor, for whatever reason. That product of theirs is outrageous. I've tried the others, the buffalo chicken. I think there's like a pepperoni, not too into processed meats, but that veggie supreme one, my lordy, mate. 
oh no, 25 grams of protein, about 35 grams of carbs, and I think only about 10 grams of fat per serve. It's outrageous. How do they do it? I don't know. The food, food technology. Technology is getting, getting ahead of us. Now, Japan. Quick recap. On the holiday. Please, because um, I have many questions. You've got many questions. You said that you've wanted to go there. Yes. Uh, you want to experience. I've, I'll, I'll give you some goods and some takeaways that you might... I thought you might struggle with some things over there. Um, go. Goods. Great food. Mm-hmm. Cheap food. Mm. Um, it was winter over there. Plenty to see. Great stuff all around. Highlights. Went and saw some snow monkeys. Did some go-karting around Tokyo. Cool. All good. Some takeaways. This is what people want to hear. So is this is this feedback? This is Japan? some critical feedback. <laughs> Look, I had a great time. It's a great country. I'm just giving some uh, great little quips in here, and it might not affect everyone here, but people can sleep anywhere over there. Wow! On the trains, people are napping like there's no tomorrow. People are falling asleep on my shoulder in some of these trains. <laughs> they will just keep. You'll walk the streets. People out having lunch, just having a quick little nod off. I don't know if it's th- they're overworking too hard. They've been up gaming too much l- the night before, but they can just sleep. I'm l- I'm looking stressed on these trains, and I'm like, you're gonna miss. You're gonna miss your stop soon. You're dead as snoring. Dead I hear, hear s- proper snoring. And they just get on with it. Now this might be me plucking something out of thin air here, but I think I heard this ages ago. But apparently, it's strong in the Japanese culture about work ethic. And then if mm. you're falling asleep somewhere or you're tired, it's a signal that hey, you're working. You're working overtime. I you're think they do. I think they do work hard. A bit of the work ethic over there. Mm. Um, and, you know, trains that lulls you to sleep a little bit. It does. Like like my little boy in the car. I get it. I yeah. Get it. I get it. Um, something that I touched on earlier, it's hard to hit your protein goals if you're just having their kind of meals. You're not adding the meats. Interesting. Obviously, that's just my experience. Mm-hmm. Um Whole foods are impossible to find. Interesting. You will hate it over there. <laughs> Just because of this reason, you'll have to be a bit unhealthy. Salads and fruit don't really exist over there. Wow. And if they do, they're coated in sugar. They love strawberries over there. Every Everything is strawberries. Just put in a layer of sugar. We One time I f- got like a fruit salad from a 7-Eleven. It was like gold. I was like, ooh, what's this? And I'm not the healthiest eater out there but every i didn't see a single vegetable really over there that wasn't until like a, a ramen basically Far out. yeah that's it's all it's all packaged everything's packaged and it's good because it's cheap and you just yeah okay. because everyone's on the go there's not much time i didn't go to actually like a full supermarket you don't okay. really see yeah. much of them i'm sure there's plenty out there i'm a, i'm just a dumb tourist <laughs> um but yeah everything's in packets everyone's just on the go all the time hard to get good veggies and fruits Interesting. Um, it's not as tech savvy as you think over there. Mate, so this was this was my fundamental question I wanted to ask yeah. you. How many robots are? I there? was uh, expecting to you know land, walk out there, be greeted by a robot saying you know welcome to Japan. I'll whisk you off, lovely, on a you know scooter. <laughs> None of that. It's bare, there's a few you know j- ro- robotic wait- waiters and stuff. Few QR codes here and there to look at a menu, but wow. other than that, I think they were ahead of the game a few years prior, and everyone's kind of caught up. But there, there's some things that are are more tech savvy. Some things are behind the time. Their television mm. is a bit. They they are. They don't put much 
production quality into their TV. It's yeah, mostly reaction videos. All their TV is just, hey, here's five people on our panel. Let's react to some funny videos. Far out. That's incredible. But had a great time. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you did. Well, you've come back with a, with a, a pep in your Oh, I'm pepping. It's because I've missed the podcast part. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. Right. I'm ready... You've had all these fitness experts on and talking about <laughs> fitness. I was like, I need. I haven't gone to the gym in a month, and I'm like, I need to get back into it. Mate, if you listen closely to some of the episodes I've been doing here by myself, you can almost hear me crying inside, <laughs> being like, "Let me out of here! Give me someone to talk to." No, nah, mate, it's good to have you back. I'll have many other Japanese questions going. Yeah, for you. what? what Drip just, feed them. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll save it. Don't worry. If you um, if you out there are listening to this and you're in the Jets network, some even if you're not in the Jets network somehow, there's some really interesting news coming in about two weeks. We okay. have a, we have a big piece of information that we're going to throw your way. It's going to be a game changer of what's going to happen in the next few months, so stay tuned for that. Just wanted to dangle a little bit of a carrot before we go into some questions. Okay, let's get into some questions, Bart. I've been missing out on questions. <laughs> Question one, would you recommend training differently if you are over 50? Should I still be lifting weights? This is cool. And this is a... When I was in gyms more, I got this question quite a bit. Yep. And often there it, it's on the back of some sort of salacious article by GQ or, or Men's Health or something like that saying, hey, you shouldn't squat after this. After Arbitrary this age. Absolutely. And if we do think of age like that, there's no point where you get to a point and you're like, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. But there are things that happen to the body as we age that we need to take into consideration with our training. Firstly, if you're training consistently and you're training through your 30s, your 40s and your 50s, you know, you can still maintain the skill of training and the skill of lifting. In fact, we should all be practicing these movements so we can do them for the rest of our lives or for at least for as long as we can. And so it's not like you do that, you train, you get to 50, and all of a sudden you stop squatting. That's not, mm. that's not necessarily the case. If we're doing the movements right, it's only going to help us. It's only when we do the movements wrong where, um, where deleterious things um, can happen. But it's also a case-by-case basis. So if you're new to fitness and you're above 50, you know, there might be a slower learning curve for you. You might have a few years of, um, you know, mobility issues. You've been sitting down for most of your life, that sort of stuff. Yeah, you're not going to get a new client that's 50 really wanting to get back into the gym that hasn't really done it before. You're not going to send them straight into the squat rack. No, and to be honest, you wouldn't send most people straight to the squat rack. So, there are again, there are a few things to take into consideration. Uh, And the first is that your body's recovery process, so how your body recovers from stress, often slows down. As we get older, we also lose muscle as we get older. But there are some theories out there that the reason why we lose muscle is just because we're getting more and more sedentary as we get older, which makes sense. You know, where our body's slowing down a bit, our the way we produce energy isn't as efficient, and thus our recovery is a bit slower. But there's also but the but there's a theory that if we just keep moving well, if we keep training well, that will that. The slowing down of the recovery, the slowing down of the mitochondria, the energy will be slower, if that makes sense. You, mm. won't, you won't deteriorate as fast. And so knowing this, we just have to be appropriate about our intensity. So there might be some movement swaps, which we'll go through in a second, but we're not going to go into the gym and slap ourselves around like we were when we were 20. We want some efficient bang for your buck stuff that's going to help us. And I'm going to sound like a... Um, a broken record here but weightlifting is one of the best things that you can do going into older age that and aerobic work the reason being is that if we affect our muscles build our muscles increase our metabolism it's going to protect us from falls we know falls particularly going into older age we're not talking 50 here 60 70 80 mm-hmm. whatever you um 
can be really bad for us. And for a lot of people, that's sort of the end of the line. Once we have a fall, you know, it affects that, the way we move, and thus the, the, the deterioration is faster. Yep. So if we can do things by having more muscle to protect us from that, that's great. It's also really good for metabolism. So you can keep your metabolism a little bit higher, ticking on a little, a little bit more with the strength work. But aerobic work is also simultaneously really important. You know, so instead of um, doing high-intensity work, you might do longer, slower, longer-distance sort of stuff. But there are some general movement swaps you might consider, and I'd like to show them to you now. And the first might be instead of squatting, back squatting heavy or, um, or, or front squatting heavy, you, you change it to something like a box squat. There's a bit more support there. You're assuring mm-hmm. a certain range of motion, a bit more control. Instead of doing a barbell deadlift, you might do a trap bar deadlift instead. Yep. You might also use the machines more. I was having a chat to someone the other day about machines. In fact, there was a coach's corner last week that was machines versus free weights, and that sort of sparked the um, the episode. But machines are really important. You know, they're particularly for someone who's new to teach them how to lift, and also for people who are a bit more advanced in age to give them a bit more stability to keep them lifting. They serve a really great purpose. And as I mentioned, you, you might do more lower-impact aerobic work rather than high-intensity, high-impact stuff. So there's stuff to take into consideration, but by no means should you uh, stop lifting weights. Don't give it up. Never. Get in the gym. Never. Question two. I eat well throughout the week, but the weekend is my downfall. Can you give some tips on eating well over the weekend? This is huge. Mm-hmm. This is huge for a lot of people and probably a couple of people in this room too. Oh, you <laughs> speak for yourself, but <laughs> I'm a saint. No, the weekend is generally my downfall. It has been. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and, and it's getting better. And mine too. That's good. Pepping pep your step. Let's come back. Um, but for a lot of people, this is their downfall too. And the reason being the typical uh, psychological shift is I've had a big week. I want to relax. Let it go. Let it go. Put your feet up. Get dominoes That's on the it. phone. It's easy. It's that easy. you got your time to yourself. Woody's on. But I heard this great thing the other day, and it's all about winning the weekend to win the week. Okay. So it's just like win the morning, win the day. Yeah. A win bit of a stole, stole that one. Yeah, it is good. It's <laughs> Write that down. Um, so the whole premise is we know the weekend is the downfall. So let's do something to win it. Let's 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 put something into action to say, hey, the weekend is actually going to be the day where I dial it in the most. And then when we go back into our routine for the week, you know, it's clockwork. We know what we have for breakfast. We know what we have for lunch. We go to work. We do whatever. Yep. So win the weekend is what I'm going to encourage. And it's all about adjusting your, your habits. And what I've found is for the people that the weekend is their downfall, they're, they're often, they're not planning things and they just have a lot of downtime, right? Yep. So they might... <coughs> excuse me, they might have a party on the weekend or whatever, but there's nothing in between. And idle hands will often open up Uber Eats and, and order mm. X, Y, and Z. So here are my tips for you. Plan a big workout on Saturday and Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So I used to run a boot camp, and the boot camp was only on Saturday mornings. It was at about 8 o'clock in the morning, so it wasn't too early, it wasn't too late. And so one of the reasons why people liked going is because it stopped them drinking on Friday night. So mm. they, they knew they had a massive workout the next day. If they stayed up late, if they ate that extra uh, extra serve of chippies or whatever at the pub, they're going to feel pretty rubbish. So instead, they made better choices because of that. And that's something that we all can do too. So if we plan the biggest workouts of our week on Saturday and Sunday and prepare for them and recover from them, that's going to shift our behaviours to prioritise those workouts. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with Friday and Saturday night. Have a plan. Like if you've got a family, on Saturday night, uh, have a big cook-up. 
get the kids involved, you know, maybe make some homemade pizzas or do a bit of food prep so you don't have to do it on Sunday. So that way, you know, you're making something healthy, your, your choices are in your hands and you're planning something with your family that fits into your whole sort of whole uh, health sphere, I suppose. And here's a bit, and, the, and, the, and the, the big sort of elephant in the room is alcohol, right? Yep. Like it's, I don't think people understand how much of an impact it can have unless you stop it. Right? Yeah. And so if you've, if you've sort of been in this fitness game for a while, maybe your weight's yo-yoed a little bit, and you haven't seen any sort of long-lasting, significant progress in the last few months or weeks, and you know you have a drink most nights or you have a few drinks on the weekends, just, like, stop for a bit. It's not, to, not to say you're going to stop forever, mm-hmm. but understand how it feels and how your body changes if you do. Because from experience, when I convince someone to try it, some magic things happen. And then they sort of find that moderation where, uh, well, I still want to have a few drinks every now and then, but also wanna still get, I still want to recover from my training. So they find a nice middle ground. I, it's, I think people find it hard to find moderation without abstinence. Yeah. If you know what I mean. So commit to yourself. Just um, don't drink. And the way I like to think about it is, you know, booze will make you feel good in, in the moment. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it relaxes you a bit. But something that will make you feel even better for longer is a good night's sleep and, and good food. Yeah. And, like, people tend to not go to the gym on the weekends more than other days of the week. People, I like to have a, like, it's like a competitive edge for me when I go on a weekend. I feel a bit better, like, almost 20% of the week. And you can get that little 20% extra on Mm. everyone else going. We used to have a saying, like, between our friends at the gym, oh, like, you're stealing my gains. So if you were working out with someone, you were, and you did, like, slide 10 push-ups while they were working out, and you're like, oh, you're stealing my gains. You're trying to do more than me. I feel like it's a bit of like that on the weekend. It's like I'm stealing everyone's games. I go into a gym on a Saturday morning. It's quiet, and yep. I'm like, I'm getting, a, I'm getting ahead of the bunch. It's quiet here. It's a nicer gym environment. I go whenever I want, and it's the weekend. I'm kind of getting ahead of the pack. You are, and you, and you can take your time. Stealing you know, everyone's games. Stealing everyone's games. So you, so you heard it here first. Get into the gym. Be the first one in the gym on Saturday or Sunday morning. Steal everyone else's games. I like that thought process. It's also like a, a different crowd of people who come in. Yeah, I like it too because mm. you go, I go same time every day during the weekday yeah. and you go, you go on Saturday, you're like, oh, there's a bit of a mix. I don't see these people. Who's ever. this guy? Who's these people? It's like I used to train at like um, like a, a boutique. Mm-hmm. So they had, they had classes, right? Yep. And so you always went to the 6 a.m. class and then when all of a sudden there's like a social event at the boutique or you, you all get together for or on a Saturday, you go in and you see people you have never seen before, but have been members for years and years and yeah. years and years. It's it's great. Enjoy that. All right. Question <coughs> three: What rep range should I use to burn fat? So dicey. Yeah, straight to the point on this one. Any rep range. Mm-hmm. So I used to be when I first became a trainer, I was convinced that you had to do 15 reps and above for fat loss, only because that's what we've been told. You do more work, you burn more calories, you lose more weight. But when it comes to weight loss, most of the fat that you burn will happen outside of your training. Your tra- your a heavy training session, whether it's weights or cardio, will probably only be between three and six percent of your total energy expenditure for the day. It is minuscule. So we want to focus on things in the gym that will make the rest of the day more uh, beneficial in terms of burning fat. And so the, the same rules apply. If you get a good night's sleep, if you've got a good circadian rhythm, it's going to allow your body to burn fat better and more efficiently. So that's sort of a, an underpinning thing. 
And then when it comes to your training, go into the gym to do what weights do best, and that is to get you strong. So one hack that I learned years ago that has been a game changer is when you go into a, a deficit or a fat loss phase, train heavy. Because in that phase, you want to do every single thing that you can to keep muscle on your body. Because the way that you're eating is uh, in a deficit. Yep. So your, your body's going to want to get rid of weight. And if we don't send the right signal, it's more likely to burn that muscle as the, fat, as the, as the weight it doesn't need. So when you're in the gym, go heavy to send that strong muscle building signal. But there's a caveat to the rule. If you have already been lifting heavy for a long time, change it. Because mm-hmm. we know we can build muscle with any rep range. We know we can burn fat with every rep range. But we need to play with how our body responds to stimulus. And our body loves novelty. So if we if we do the exact opposite of what we're doing, still in the, the realm of strength training, our body is going to change more. So here's a great situation for you. If there's someone who wants to go into a fat loss phase, and let's just say they're lifting, they're doing a five by five, they're lifting heavy, they drop their calories... And all they do is simply change to a three sets of 15. Mm-hmm. Similar big compound movements, totally different stimulus. And you'll see this big bang for your buck, this two-way street unfold with calorie deficit, novelty in your training, and your body will change significantly. Mm-hmm. So in terms of what rep ranges to use, focus on the thing you're not doing. For most of us, that's lifting heavy. The very rarely do I meet someone in the gym who's doing sets of three or, so, or sets of four or sets of five. But swap it up to that and um, send the signal of muscle, build, muscle building to your body even though you're not trying to build muscle because it will keep muscle on your trick body. Trick the body. You've got to always trick the body. Yes. And I suppose like, like, to, to extend that a little bit too, like I, I program in four-week blocks usually because I know the body will start adapting to whatever rep range, whatever training program I'm doing at about that four-week mark. It's good because it also brings, it also keeps you stimulated. It keeps you on your toes. You know, you're not always doing 12, 12 reps of something. Not always counting to eight, you know. What's after eight? You know, 12. Okay, no, I go nine. to 12. Nine, ten, also, here's a tip for you. Do sets of seven. Do sets of 11. Oh, do no. Of, do sets of 11. No. Do, do 13s. No, thank you. That. <laughs> That busts me up. <laughs> I don't want to do that because then I go. So for a hold on, uh, then. hold on. So if you're doing a set, right, and you fail at eleven, yeah, will you do another? Will you no, <laughs> no. But I'm not. I'm not finishing. I'm not one of those weirdos that has to have the volume on an even number. I'm not like that. Okay. Okay. But that grant, I don't want to do sets of seven. So what? So you'd never do like a seven by seven? No, no, no way. <laughs> I'm doing equal numbers. That's cr- that's funny. So that is funny because I feel like I'm not usually. That's not my usual AD. Yeah, no, ADD. no, it, no. It's you're not, right. That's but exactly I don't want to finish on a because then I'm thinking if I do single arms, then it works out back to. <laughs> but if you don't, and it, yeah, that, that's trippy. Well, I'm getting that right. Four weeks, right? If you do a four week training block of sets of fifteen, then you move into a four week training block of sets of three, right? Oh. Change your, change your nutrition at the same time. So do a deficit for four weeks and then a, a surplus for four weeks or a maintenance for four weeks. And that's how you see this slow changing of building muscle and burning fat at the same time. It's magic when it works right. Cool. Uh, question four. What would you recommend to buy for a home gym? This is, a, this, this is a great question. This is a great question. This excites me a lot. Yep. So I've had a home gym in the past, a gym I'm, li- the gym I'm living in. That would be that would be a dream. The home I'm living in at the moment doesn't have a garage. 
Okay. So I don't have a, a, a home gym, but I have home gym equipment just littered throughout my house. So there's like a there's a watt bike out the back. There's a there's a, a set of dumbbells in the lounge room. It's awesome, but I don't I don't use it much because it's not that's beside the point. What I'm trying to get at is I've had a lot of equipment at my home. Some I've used and some I haven't. <coughs> so I've listed these in order of priority. And so the biggest thing you can do for home gym equipment is to get something that you can do most of your movements on. A barbell, a squat rack, some plates, and a bench. If you have those things, you can do just about anything, any part of the body with high load and high volume. You can even buy racks now that fold into the wall. Have you seen these? Yeah, I have. They look quite nice. They're pretty cool. So, like, they, they fold flat into the wall, and then you drive your car out, and you can fold the squat rack up so you can put a bar on it. Mm. It's, it's so clever. I saw another one where it was in a lounge room, right? This is going to be very oh. hard on a on a non-visual medium. But picture like a big stage, like a wooden stage, like that, that is thick. This is, I'm not doing very well. On a wall, and it folds down like a drawbridge. Oh, yeah, it must be nice. Yeah, I guess it, it, it would cost so much money. I hope, yeah. Folds down like a drawbridge. The squat rack, fall, squat rack folds out on that. The bit that folds down is your platform. And then there's like barbell storage sunken into the wall oh okay well our listeners aren't billionaires but so <laughs> let's let's keep it simple but for the if you are a billionaire and want to sponsor the podcast oh, honestly <laughs> get me home jim please get me a home first please do um <laughs> jay who spent all his money at japan oh he's, yeah he's living on the street <laughs> Ouch. so barbell squat rack plates and bench that's going to give you some of the most effective movements that you you can do with variety and mm-hmm. to be honest that's pretty much all you need. But let's take things a step further, shall we? Okay. You can tell of all the questions today, this is the one I put my most thought into. Okay. Right? Yep. <laughs> TRX and rings or rings. So a suspension trainer. Again for variety. And all of a sudden you're adding in a horizontal pull. You, uh, you can you can load up push-ups. You can do Bulgarians on it. Stability training. That's pretty cool. And then the next tier, the next thing you get is dumbbells. Mm-hmm. And you can now buy some pretty sophisticated adjustable dumbbells. So they sit on a rack. You can adjust what weight you want on it, and yep. then certain plates will clip on and clip off. Great space saver. And then I'd go kettlebells. For me personally, you don't necessarily need kettlebells, but I like them for conditioning. And then I'd get some sort of erg, whether a rower, a ski, or a or an air bike, or an air runner, the self-propelled treadmill. Yep. And then I'd finish with some sandbags. Okay. <laughs> I would like to add to this, um, during COVID period, a lot of people got around home gyms. Mm. We, I, myself also had to, there was some equipment at the gym that I was able to grab. I was able to grab a few things mm-hmm. and I thought I'd grab and I only grabbed a barbell and some 20 kilo plates. So everything I had to do was, <laughs> had, to be 60 had to be 60 kilos. <laughs> um, and I didn't have a rack, so I had to physically crawl underneath the bar on the ground the to then start <laughs> trying to bench. Um, I got very creative <laughs> though. If you have minimal equipment, you will start getting creative. I was I was adding kettlebells to the end Far to make. Out. I was I was getting bands to make. I, I created a a bunch of movements that you would never see. But I would if you're going to start out, just get the simple things that are eat like a light dumbbell, some light kettlebells. Yeah, if, if you don't, that, yeah, that right. realm is very that you can do multiple things with. If you start going, oh, I'm going to buy one whole barbell squat like rack yep. and then 
you you're very limited. Mm. I reckon if you're gonna drip feed it in, start with those light kettlebells, the dumbbells, and then you see, am I a, can I actually physically do it in a home gym? Because some people yeah. sometimes people will buy the whole thing. They'll buy the whole set, squat racking. You go, you know what? I'm actually not motivated to work out at home. I prefer to do this in the gym. Yes. And then you want to get rid of it all. And then you sell it to me on yeah. Facebook. Marvel. Yeah. That's how it works. That was one one cool thing that came out of the pandemic is how creative people got with their weights. Oh, I like was. It was, it was very. It was I was very on cool. carpet with 60 kilo deadlift with two eight kilo <laughs> kettlebells either side with bands trying to <laughs> max out my deadlift. It was quite. Quite the sight. Quite dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those were the days. Um, or just the TRX. I was, what, what I was just saying, oh, that like if, if you don't want to go for the whole, yeah. thing, you just buy one TRX, you know, find a spot to hang it from your roof and you have an array of exercises to um, to shoot out. Well, mate, how do, how do you feel being back in the studio? You oh, it's very good. It's actually quite hot in the studio today. It's I'll have to fix the air con, but glad to be back. Glad to be back on video. If you can't see, we've been without... For a while, so we will be able to clip stuff up of Bart's great highlights from the podcast soon again. Um, but yeah, great to be back. Yes, very good to be back. Make sure you're following us on all the social pipes, J-E-T-T-S Australia. Um, follow us all there. We're going to be shooting up things up on YouTube, I think, pretty soon too, maybe. Yeah, we'll there'll be content everywhere. So uh, make sure you're following us everywhere. and um, Keep being your personal best. Thanks, guys. Bye.